That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon like 2,020 times, this podcast is still for you. If you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. I'm Jean McDonald, and I am here with my very good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. Hey, James, how are you doing? And uh, ha- have you done your weekly review? Hi, Jean. I am doing pretty well as the new year gets rolling, but no, I have remained on the verge of doing a weekly review for weeks upon weeks upon weeks. Um, <laughs> my inbox almost got to zero, and now it's it's shot up a little bit. Um, it's still uh, under 150, but um, mm-hmm. but yes, in fact, I didn't look at. All of my inbox for something that came in two days ago, and it uh, you pointed out to me that we actually have a, a question from a listener um, that came correct. in via email. So we thought we would open up the weekly review twenty twenty mailbag email bag mm-hmm. email email inbox <laughs> email yes whatever. Uh, um, should I rustle some papers yeah. to pretend that yes. we have actual? No, I want you to write a uh, a weekly review mailbox uh, jingle. So get on that right now. Um, uh. do, well, let's pause so I can drop it into this episode before. No, it, it won't be ready. It won't be ready. This has no, to, it's not going to be. We're right. recording pretty close to the the delivery. Date. Yes. I don't, um, you probably never watched Blue's Clues, but I used to watch it with the young ones back in the day. And in my head, I'm singing the Blue's Clues. Uh, now it's the time for the mail and how awesome the mail is. But I will, you know, for copyright reasons, not sing it. Um, instead, I will go to the email from a listener uh, who shall be unnamed, but has a very good question Uh and uh, also, he says he enjoys the weekly review podcast. So that's a great way to open up an email to us. That's uh, right. And a great way to start <laughs> the year. Yeah. And so he said he has a few questions. And his question is about, his questions are about um, using OmniFocus and slash or do. That's the app, D-U-E. I always feel the need to spell it out because... It is not D-O. It is D-U-E. It's an app I've used for a long time. I have obviously been using OmniFocus longer. But I use them both. And he asks, how do you choose uh, when something goes to OmniFocus versus when something goes to do? I need to get a balance between like a inbox and a place to remember what I added where. <laughs> and that... Uh, listener anonymous, that is a question that we all struggle with to remember where we added things. If you use, uh, anything in addition to OmniFocus or you don't use OmniFocus and you use, uh, other products, there's almost no software that takes care of everything. And for my money, OmniFocus is great for the task management and keeping lots and lots of details together. But for certain things, like, remember, it's Wednesday, and you need to put the garbage and recycling on the curb. Do is perfect. I have do set up for 
remembering it's Wednesday and put out garbage and recycling. I have a do item that says post the weekly review, which is for me a weekly thing, even though you and I alternate. I thought about making it an alternating thing, but then I thought, no, it's easy enough. I know if James has posted it, so I can check it off. And, um, you know, if James were to be kidnapped by aliens and the episode didn't go up that he was responsible for, I'd be alerted by due to check into it. <laughs> so, And I can assure uh, you I have not been kidnapped by aliens and replaced by an exact duplicate. Oh, good. I, I Because there's no way that an alien duplicate would not lie about that. That's right. And uh, there's no way an alien duplicate wouldn't pretend to do his weekly review week after week. I'd, then I'd know. That's true. Because um, <laughs> if you're going to so, lie about being an alien duplicate, you'll also lie about yes. doing your weekly review. <laughs> yeah. So those are, I only have like five things in do. I think if you have more than, you know, a handful, it is too much because I, it's things that pop up um I, I find those reminders harder to ignore than OmniFocus reminders. And maybe that's a problem for, for me that I'm not correctly setting up my OmniFocus reminders. Um, another way I use do is when my neighbors uh, say, would you feed our cat for the next three days? And I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. But I have forgotten the cat. <laughs> maybe for 24 hours in the past. And I'm, every time they ask me now, I put it in as a do um, item that will repeat for three or four days, whatever the days are that they are away. And at least that poor cat won't be found all like starving at the end of their vacation. Um, yeah. So I would say it's things that are out of sight, out of mind that just need to be remembered uh, for that moment. Um so that's my use of do. Omni, everything else goes into OmniFocus or it doesn't go into OmniFocus. That's a whole nother podcast, which is the podcast we are doing today. Yes. Um, and um, <laughs> I find that um, I actually do put everything into OmniFocus, um, uh, including uh, I have a reminder that pops up every week that uh, to put out the garbage and the what have you, um, recycling. Um, mm -hmm. And especially with uh, OmniFocus 3, they added, I think, pretty good support for getting notified like before, after, etc. Mm -hmm. So you don't necessarily always have to look in the app. Um, and actually, I usually add the items the week mm -hmm. that I'm responsible for posting. But I like your idea a whole lot better, Gene. So thank you. I'm just going to have it as a <laughs> recurring weekly because it's very easy, especially now in OmniFocus, you can just drop a, an action or an action group or mm -hmm. a project that if it's just not my week, I can just option click it and it goes away. And the fact that it wasn't my week, that's easier than adding it repeatedly when it is or isn't my week. Um, but yeah, and some weeks, like, you know, depending on what goes on with us or some, you know, emergency comes up, we switch weeks. And yes. think that's a lot of work to switch that in your calendar. That is very true. And then um, the one thing that it sounds like do has is the ability to, like, put an end date on mm 
yes. a reminder. Whereas if you have something repeating in OmniFocus, that's one thing that I think I've requested, sent in a request for, is it would be great to have an end date to a, repeat, a repeating event. Because it would mm-hmm. be nice to, you know, not have to just have to know that I don't have to go feed the neighbor's cat after three days. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. but for me, the nice thing about keeping it all in OmniFocus is it does, it does simplify that idea that I don't have to look in multiple places yeah. for to do's. On the other hand, I completely understand like having different items or different apps for different tasks, right? Where, like, mm-hmm. especially if you think about those tasks differently, um, that it might be helpful. But on the other hand, I I do find that, especially with OmniFocus 3 and all the new notifications, um, that it's it seems to take that, uh, it seems to handle that for me pretty nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so in the case of our listener uh, who thinks that, they probably don't need OmniFocus. I would say, yes, yeah, see what you can do with do, and uh, then you'll probably get to a point where you want to add something more robust, but you'll probably be like me in my case where you also like do for certain things and it works for you, and that's the most important thing. And, um, yeah, it also um, reading the, the email, it sounds like they're using things and do. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oops. But but that's again, it's the same sort of thing though, where do oh, is being I used see. maybe for more lightweight reminders uh, and then something like omnifocus or things is being used yes. for kind of more heavyweight. For the heavy lifting. Yes. Yeah. Um Whereas everything yes, I, I do is a big deal to me. So even taking the garbage <laughs> out goes into <laughs> omnifocus. Because everything's a big production. Yeah. This is my problem with the what the application called things is things is such a generic name and if somebody doesn't capitalize it I just read it as a word and I didn't really catch that that was an app so thank you James um for uh yeah uh, definitely things and do together I'm sure would be a good combo if you like it so and do is another one where you always have to spell it out because people uh, might think it's do <laughs> or yes yeah whereas it, omnifocus there's no you you definitely know what that is <laughs> yeah it's good to have uh, a uh, a distinctive name when you're out there in the marketplace i will say that in my vast experience of marketing and trying to get things to show up in search engines I would not be happy to have something called do or things, but OmniFocus, I'd be right there. <laughs> uh, so, James, we decided today we were going to give a little uh, attention to the thing that we have not been giving so much attention to, which is our trusted system and uh, how it's been going when we've been not really our trusted systems haven't been so trusted of late. Would you say that's correct? Well, it, I know I have not been tending to my trusted system. Yeah. Um, I've been, you know, I've been recording some items, like I've been capturing. I've mm-hmm. been keeping. I've, I haven't gotten to clearing my inbox, but I've been kind of 
keeping it to a, a, a dull roar, so I've been mm-hmm. handling some things. But no, I have not done a weekly review in many, many weeks. And what I find happens to me, and this has happened periodically, is that for periods of time, it's like I'll take some items from my trusted system, mm-hmm. I'll load them into my head, and then that's what I'll work mm-hmm. on, and I'll never look at my trusted system. And I'm like, I'm doing this, this, this. Like, it, it, it could be, you know, it could be even a relatively complex, multi-step thing, but it's like, that's the, like, it's kind of like my head sticks on that item, and that's what I'm working on. And I don't, mm-hmm. and I don't even feel a lot of anxiety about the other stuff because for some reason that's my focus. Yeah. It's your superpower to keep that anxiety at bay. That's pretty good. Either that or I'm just like, yeah, oblivious to everything but what I'm focused (laughs) on, which I guess that could be, it's a a blessing and a curse as Monk used to say on his show. Um, (laughs) But yeah, that's I, I find I can be very, very focused on something and almost mm-hmm. not worry about the other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely can be like that as well. And uh, there is, um, I mean, one of the things for me about the new year and just sort of generally, I I am trying to accept the fact that my style of getting things done as my style of many things is not a this way and no other way. Um, I go between different modes of getting things done and that's just me, you know, and the possibly like the fact that I quit getting things done three times before this current, you know, uh, podcast and, um, you know, attempt to try to follow a system has something to do with like, well, a full on system is not really me, but at least a, you know, using it and being aware and also being aware when I'm not actually using it, but I'm still getting things done um, is a good, it's a good melange of approaches that seems to work for me. Um, So... That's where I am with that. And the other thing I find is that, um, well, one of the precepts of getting things done is once you put everything in your trusted system, your brain doesn't have to worry about those things. Mm -hmm. But I find that that's not always, like even when I'm very up on my trusted system, there are still things that my brain gets drawn to, even Mm -hmm. though um, they're not things that need to happen immediately or that might even not be able to happen immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, like this year, like there's, I just need to renew my driver's license. It's up at the end of April. And, mm-hmm. uh, but it's also, you need, if you're going to use it for ID at the airport or what have you, you need to get this new real ID thing. Right. And so it's something that I've been, I mean, I I know I've identified. I have all the documents. I have, I've made my appointment just this week at the 
for the DMV for early April so I can go in and get that done. But for some reason, until that is done, even though I have the steps in my system, I have the appointment on my calendar, I know, like, I'm all, I'm all ready. But until mm-hmm. it's finished, it's just gonna, it's gonna be in my head. Yeah. Even though I know it's in the system and I know that I, there's nothing you can do about that at the moment. So, Calm down. Like, why are you like, it's so it's, it seems like the promise of, uh, having things in the system makes your mind not worry about them anymore isn't exactly the way it goes, at least for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and I mean, for you is what the system is for. So absolutely, and in fact, I think somewhere in the in the in the book, he says the step like the appropriate level of detail that you record and the appropriate level of what you put in your trusted system is whatever it takes to get that thing off of your mind. I think he specifically says yeah. that. So it might be one thing for one person and one thing for somebody else. And one of the things that I always, that I was, ex- which was unexpected when I first read the book, um, was how flexible in a sense the system is. Like it's, here's a bunch of things that'll help you process all the stuff in your life and make sure nothing falls through the cracks. But mm-hmm. in the end, it's pretty much all up to you. Like what you're comfortable <laughs> with and what works for you and what level of detail is appropriate in your head and how you want to organize it is up to you, um, which really appealed to me. Um, yeah. But I don't know what level of detail would stop me thinking about renewing my driver's license until I actually have the new one in my hand. I don't know. Yeah. Um, speaking of renewals, a, a few episodes ago we talked about global uh, entry slash TSA Yes. Um, renewal because I was like, oh, I'm coming up on my fifth year, and that was a five year program. And you, you were, it wasn't on your radar as closely as mine. But then when I went into the system, uh, they said, no, you don't have to renew it this year, and and that made me like mull it over for a while, thinking like. I feel like it's been five years. Like I kind of remember the year that I traveled so much, I thought I better just do this. But turns out uh, TSA is behind uh, on everything. And they're giving everybody like an, a year um, extension. They're not even accepting my application. Like there's no point. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> so... I'm not telling people just don't worry about it. I'm just saying if you're coming up on your five years, check into it, but don't be surprised if they push you off until next year um, because they they won't get to you anyway. And so everything will stay valid, they claim. And uh, well, that's well, we'll see. Yeah. So you're saying so, like you haven't? Yeah, you're that. They figure if you're if you've been safe enough up to this point. That extra year is probably, you're, yes. you're probably okay. I'm still okay. I haven't brought anything bigger than three ounces of liquid on the plane uh, in five years, I promise. But 
Yeah, and I have to say Global Entry, which I applied for in 2015, um, and did it only because it was only $15 more, Mm -hmm. uh, was very helpful this year coming back from Slovenia, especially with the whole wheelchair situation, and also coming back from Mexico, also with the wheelchair situation, um, you know, due to my knee injury. And uh, you know, because part of me was like, why did you get global entry? You don't go anywhere. It hardly makes it, I mean, worth it. Or when you go places, you don't go very often. But this year, I went to two non-US destinations and came back and it was good. And um, in another 2020 uh, life hacking moment, so you know, I'm working on my chimney, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody knows I have a chimney uh, project and my uh, that is going to, the work by the Masons is going to start on February 3rd. And then on February 10th now is scheduled the installation of the gas fireplace insert. So I'll have a gas fireplace instead of a wood-burning one. By February. So that's really cool. But it also means I'm spending money um, in big chunks that I don't normally do. And it hit me, well, if I was going to apply for any new travel credit cards, this would be a good time to do it because I could meet those minimum numbers to get bonus, you know, Mm -hmm. rewards or points or whatever instead of just picking up like, you know, whatever I got for the purchase, I could also get an additional X number of points. So I have done that. I actually have signed up for two cards because it's that expensive, you know, to get this chimney thing done. I thought, well, now that I'm doing this, I don't want to waste all the money on just one card um, when I could split it between two and get two bonuses. This is very not like me normally to apply for all this credit, but but the reason I bring it up is one of the cards has global entry TSA reimbursement as it's one of its perks. Ah, yes. And I was like, aha, that's worth having the card just for that because that's coming up for me. So, and yeah, and so to to wrap up that topic in a little bow, 2020 is my year to be much more on top of the credit cards I have and how I'm using them to acquire travel bonuses because I that's what I do. <laughs> you know, I like doing it and I do, I sort of giving myself over to the idea that yes, I'm going to spend a lot of time and research figuring a lot of these ways of getting to places that are cool. I'm going to figure those things out. Um it's a good hobby especially for somebody who's like you know, going into that retirement you know, era where I'll have more time than money on my hands probably. And I I would like to be a better travel hacker. And part of that is to be a better steward of the credit cards that I have. And I mean, I always pay them off. That's not the problem. But I'm not always thinking, oh, I have this card I should use for this thing, you know, right? Um, or I should apply for a new card right now, because I know I have many thousand dollars worth of home repairs uh, that will that can be paid on a credit card um, in the future. So, so I'm feeling good about that. Like, I, and, and even more generally, I realized like, I like, 
I like it when I am on top of things like that. I don't like to hide from personal finance or whatever, you know, work. I When I do it, I always feel happy to know where I am and what I'm doing and how I can improve it. So instead of thinking of it as like a big chore in 2020, mm-hmm. it's a way to make me happy. So Excellent. Well, and yeah, there it can be kind of, yeah, there's definitely an enjoyment or pleasure in in kind of maximizing the rewards that you get for for purchases or what have you. Um mm-hmm. I uh I've always preferred the cards that give me just cash as opposed oh, yeah. to points. I don't know cuz I well, it depends on the card and the points and you can yes, you it, can use it and you can't use it and it's like I, yeah. like as soon as it gets a little bit complicated, I'm 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 out. I'm I'm headed <laughs> I'm headed for the door because I just I yeah um so but uh, so far knock on wood I've been happy with the Apple Card um, oh yeah and uh, that's I don't even because I think was it it's two percent cash back on everything that you buy using Apple Pay. Uh-huh. And then 3% for Apple purchases, which is, that's good. Because um, I, yeah. I make a couple of those every now yeah. and again. Um, and, they had uh, 6% at the holidays, too. I know, I know. Did you, were you able to capitalize on that? I was, no, because like, now they're training me not to buy anything big until mm-hmm. the holidays, right? Right. Because if it, you know, why would I give up 3 extra percent? I think that, that might be... Not something they should have done. Because <laughs> I will. If I have a big purchase coming up and it's like October, November, I'm like, well, I'll just wait till it's 6% back. And, um, yeah. But then, you know, when I actually like think about should I buy this or not, and then I figure out what 3%, the extra 3% is, it's like, that's not, that's not enough to make me buy something right now unless it's really big. Um, yeah. Oh, so, you know, they send you that titanium card. I don't even have that in my wallet because you only get one percent back for that. Like if you use the card, oh, yeah? so I'm like, I don't even, I don't even, I just want the card because it's cool and has my name on it. But I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't actually carry it with me. I have like mm-hmm. other cards if I have to swipe that give me a better, better deal. Um, so yeah, I do my own limited version of that, but um, yeah, but try to keep it. Um, and then, well, yes, I think we've talked about it before. Southwest really wants me to get their credit card. Yeah. They're very, very, they send me a lot of mail about that, even though I've asked them not to. But And, and you don't have a Southwest credit card, is that right? I do not. Because oh. um, you do fly them a lot. Like, I only fly them once in a while. I do. The main thing that I would get is, like, their rapid reward points. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a limit on how many qualify you for the next tier in their uh-huh. program. And I would yeah. l- like, so um, every year I'm pretty consistently A-list, which is their, the, and then there's A-list plus or A-list. Wow. Or, which I never make uh, uh-huh. the, the next one up. With the next one up, you get like free Wi-Fi on the flights. That's the main benefit, I think. There might be some others. Um but I never get that. But there's there's never 
they don't allow you enough tier qualifying points on their credit card. Like you, you always get the points for free flights, but not all of yeah. them count towards the next tier. And so yeah. even if I got the credit card and used it all the time, I'd still wouldn't make the next tier. So it's kind of pointless to me. Yeah. Well, this is not the travel hacking podcast because I would dearly love to dig into that question with you, but um, maybe some, maybe, maybe we'll have a travel oriented uh, discussion focus at some other point because I have opinions now that I'm, you know, semi, semi, somewhere between amateur and, and knowledgeable, you know, amateur. Oh, <laughs> so, um, uh, but yeah, I think uh, all of these things like they they conspire to like they can suck up your time and uh, make you anxious about making decisions on things uh, like what credit card to use, what credit cards to get, where to go, how much to pay for it, et cetera, et cetera. And sometimes, like I have one friend who lives in New York, and all she has is a Starbucks branded credit card, and all she uses it for is to get free lattes, and she says that's all I need. I and gotcha. So, I reckon I I completely you know respect that because she just doesn't want the you know the ins and outs and in my case I just finally decided you know you're halfway there you're half a step into really learning this stuff and mm-hmm. if you wanted to you could become you know kind pretty savvy and uh and so I would say I'm slightly more savvy than I used to be as of a year ago and. Oh, yeah. And my little, my Starbucks hack, I'm not familiar, I haven't looked into their credit card, but I use my credit card to top off my balance in my, mm-hmm. on my Starbucks, you know, just card in their mm-hmm. app. So that way I do get the, whatever rewards I get from the credit card. And then I also get the rewards from spending the money at Starbucks. <laughs> you, you are like a personal finance genius, my friend. I am. Uh. And you know that. <laughs> And then when I do, when I do actually use their, get their free drink, yeah, it's like an eight dollar coffee. It's like man, it's like you're optimizing your rewards. It's a quad, (laughs) quad venti breve latte is usually what I get. Jeez, which is as a matter of fact, I have to use some. I have to buy one shortly, otherwise I'm going to lose some points in a at the Uh end of the month. All right. Well, I think on that note, we should get back to getting things done and also making sure we're managing all our little we should uh, bonus things appropriately with the right amount of attention and also not over obsessing about it. I meaning me. <laughs> I just thought of a contest to kind of kick our year off. Really? Which I, okay, I'm let's springing hear it. on you live as we record. No, it's very simple. It's just I have not done a weekly review in a while. Um, Mm -hmm. I intend to do a weekly review. Mm -hmm. Uh, For our listeners, um, if you email us, pick a Sunday. And if I do the weekly, if I do my next full weekly review in the week starting that Sunday, anytime till the end of Saturday, if you pick the right week when I do my next weekly review, I will send you something from my house. (laughs) 
my God. That doesn't sound as good as it actually is. People who have gotten gifts from James's uh, stash of cool stuff uh, definitely know that's very valuable. It could be a tchotchke from an old WWDC or an old Apple event. It could be, I don't know, it could be a, a guide map to Disneyland. It could be, I don't know, It whatever I am going through right. at the time. But that is the... That's my stake in the ground. You can profit from profit very minorly from <laughs> from my next weekly review. Okay, so in other words, somebody has to pick the Sunday and if you've done the weekly review during that week, they win or they don't win. They win. If oh, you okay. if you pick the week when I do my next weekly review, and I'm not going to look at those and like, oh, I think okay. I think uh Bob from wherever should should win okay. to do it well yeah because it's just going to happen the week that i happen to be like oh i've actually am ready to do my next weekly <laughs> review which you know okay. it could be next week it could be like april it could be august who knows oh my god i'm gonna call the the weekly review legal team and make sure they vet our our little contest here but i would say this you can find us on the internet um, at theweeklyreview.fm. We're on micro.blog and Twitter at theweeklyreview. So all one word. Now, you can email us at say hello at theweeklyreview.fm. But if you want to guess James's weekly review week, then put uh, in the subject line, weekly review week guess, so that James won't read them, but I'll collect them and I'll keep him honest because... Not that it's a really hard job, because James is super honest, if you know him. He's the most honest person I know. So, sound good, James? That sounds good. I I, I don't know if I'm that honest, but it's <laughs> the most honest person you know. I mean, you know, well, if somebody had a You birth- don't know who I know. <laughs> That's true. If somebody, <laughs> if somebody had a surprise party, you know, I'd lie to them about that. Um, okay. Don't want to spoil the surprise, uh, but yeah. Yeah, and I don't want to spoil the contest or the surprise for James, but it will be, we'll even try to have some sound effect when James says he's done it, then, um, and you win the prize. And anyway, listeners, we hope you're having a great 2020. Um, and it would be great if you could rate or review this podcast. It would just start our year off great, and it makes us smile to know you like us. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. Some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you gotta do You'll think about them all